A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about what to do after you have a bad day on a scary skill. So you know those days where maybe you have a fall or just you kind of get shaken and you're like, ooh, I didn't like that. Here's what to do if you feel like your brain goes into revolt and is like, I just don't want to do this at all. Here's how you can get moving forward again. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey guys, I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and my job is to help young athletes build lasting confidence, overcome mental blocks, and learn to trust themselves again. And today I'm going to talk about mental blocks. I haven't talked about them in a while and they are my favorite thing to talk about because it was my least favorite thing to experience when I was a gymnast. And it is the most frustrating, most awful thing that can happen to a gymnast. I also see these happening in pole vaulters and figure skaters. A lot of the times in those like quote unquote scary sports, that's where you encounter mental blocks. Um, I've also seen them in tennis. But yeah, anytime where it's like you in your own head and there's fear of failure or fear of injury, sometimes your brain will just like put on the brakes and it is very uncomfortable. So I got a question this week in the Perform Happy community, which if you haven't heard of that, that is my online mental training membership where athletes group up. They have one-on-one coaching, group training, and we also have a group text right here on my handy dandy phone. I have access to all my ladies and gentlemen who are in the group with us. And I love it because we'll have these moments where an athlete will be like, I'm freaking out. Like in this moment, I just had a really bad day and I don't know what to do. Or this is coming up and I don't know what to do. And it's so amazing to see the outpouring. So both coach Marissa and I are in there and we're like, here's what you do. And then all the kids are like, I've been there and you're going to be okay. And so I just love it. And so one of our girls had a bad week and she posted about it. So I wanted to share her question because I know that it will be able to help a lot of people. So I'm not going to tell you whose it was or anything, but I'm going to read her question to you and then I'm going to give you guys some answers. So here it goes. She said, today I had a really bad day at practice. I was doing my flyaway until I competed at the meet. Oh, and it was really scary. Okay. So she was doing her dismount off the bars for those of you non-gymnasts and she did it but it freaked her out. It felt really scary. So then she's back in practice the week after. And she says, everyone was expecting that since I competed it, I would be fine. 
but all I can think about is that terrified feeling. All of my lower progressions are terrifying too, and I haven't gone for those. I don't know what to do. Ugh. So if you're here live and you can relate to that, just put a little like, oh, me too. I've been there. It's so scary. You know, solidarity in the comments because those moments where all you can feel is how terrifying that memory is of that moment at that competition where you did it, but it felt like you were flying through the air uncontrollably and you did not like that at all. And your brain really didn't like it. So here's the confusing thing. Sometimes skills work under pressure in a competition scenario, and then you get back into practice and the desire to perform the skill is lower because you're not at a meet and you don't have judges staring at you. So your desire is lower. So your fear is able to overpower it. So that's one piece of it. But so here's how I, how I responded to her and what I would suggest to you if you have been in this situation. If you try your skill and practice and it doesn't work and you are, you're not able to do it on the regular bar and you're, for some reason, you're not doing it on the pit bar and all of your progressions feel like there's nothing I can do. I am stuck. Your brain is sending you a message. Okay. This is not something to freak out about. I know you're all like, huh? How could you not freak out if all of a sudden you can't, you just physically can't do a skill that you should be able to do? Don't freak out because freaking out only makes it worse. You want to think about like fear is feedback. So when you're having fear, you are getting some feedback from your brain that is trying to tell you something. It's trying to warn you about a risk. It's like, hey, look out over there. There's a tiger. Whoa, remember when that felt scary? Don't do that. It's like, that's what your brain is there for. Your brain is supposed to be constantly telling you like, don't do this, don't do that. And so that's what's doing. It's doing its job. Now, this is a very helpful message that can help you to actually be more confident if you learn to tune into the voice. What we as humans like to do, especially us perfectionists who really like to perform and please and do what the coach says, we like to shove the voice down and be like, la la la, I'm not scared. Haha, <laughs> I'll just chuck and pray. What I call it. Like, I don't, I uh, hope I don't die, but I better not let my coach down. You know, like not trying to use that in a flippant way, but it's what we do. And we're like, I just have to do it. And then it, it's like not working and it's not working. And eventually that little voice has to become louder and it has to put on the brakes for you because you are so good at not listening to your fear, especially the athletes who are like level eight, nine, 10, you know, those higher level athletes have gotten usually pretty good at not listening to their fear. So if you want to be the kind of athlete who has lasting confidence and can deal with scary skills, you have to start listening to this voice. Okay. But when you're listening to it, you don't go like, oh no, I can never do it again. You're like, I will get through this. My brain is sending me a message. I believe in myself. I've gotten through this before. My brain is putting on the brakes here. Let's figure out what I need to do. So instead of a lot of people go into the, why is this happening? But what I want to encourage you to do is go into the, what can I do? Okay. Out of the why, because why is not really very useful. Typically, why is judgmental? Like, why am I not going? Why can't I just do this? What's wrong with me? Instead, you want to go, well, what can I do? What is the solution? What is something in this moment that I can do? Now, of course, this athlete was like, I don't know what to do. So if you're in that situation, don't worry. I'm going to tell you what to do. So first, 
you got to know this is just feedback. This is helpful information that I need to listen to. There's nothing wrong with me. My brain is just sending me a message. Now, the beauty of our little group text perform happy amazingness is that we all are like, girl, I know I have been there. I know what it's like. This is so scary. I'm so sorry. Like all of that stuff. Because one thing that I want you to, I want to encourage you is to not do this alone. So if you had a moment, any of you athletes out there listening, if you had a moment where you got spooked, do not try to handle it alone. Don't just try to puff it out or chuck it or, you know, any of that stuff. I want you to like immediately ask for help. That is the very best thing you can possibly do in those moments. Because if you try to just like, it's almost like you're ashamed of your fear. So you don't want anyone to know about it. But then you are, you're in it alone. It gets even more shameful. Your confidence drops. Like the second that you have that, like, ooh, that was spooky, open your mouth and say something. Okay. So we've got that in our group for any of you perform happy members. Use our group. Like I had a bad day. I got freaked out. Open your mouth and talk about it because that is the very, like, oh, you can't, <laughs> we can't help you if we don't know what's going on. Your coaches can't help you. Your parents can't help you. Your teammates can't help you. We can't help you if we don't know what's going on. So open your mouth. There's nothing wrong with you. Ask for help. Then, so there's this part of the way that she wrote her question. She said, everyone was expecting that since I competed it, I would be fine. So I'm going to just like lean into that for one second. I'm big on words and the language that we use because it, it dictates who we are and how we experience life. So everyone was expecting it. That's intense, right? Everyone was expecting it. Expectations are something that gets in the way of self-trust all the time. Worries and disappointments come from expectations. So if you are like, I should be doing this. My coaches expect me to do this. My parents expect me to do this. Well, you probably knew because you had that little voice going that you didn't feel comfortable, that you were feeling terrified. So a lot of the time we'll take those expectations and be like, well, that's more important than how I'm actually feeling. And that's not true at all. The way that you're feeling, the way that your brain is sending you messages, that's going to trump anything else. Your brain always wins. Competition season doesn't win. You know, what the coach wants you to do doesn't win. The thing that is in charge of you is your brain. It's like the little driver in the driver's seat up there. And if your brain is not on board, you're not going. So those, like anytime that you feel like you're being driven by expectations, shoulds, like I should be able to do this. That's something that I would encourage you to write down on a piece of paper, all those thoughts, and then chuck it and just let it go. That's one of the best ways that like, I'm a pretty tangible person instead of just being like, oh, just let it go, Rebecca. It's like, mm, it's not that easy. Sometimes I need to actually physically write out like, my parents expect this. I expect this. This should be like this. You just get all that, blech, all that nasty stuff out of your head that's not useful, crumble it up and toss it. And then you might be like, well, but I'm supposed to be like, have drive and work towards something. Yes, you are. But you also need to get into the moment when this stuff is happening because all that future is just not going to be helpful. Okay. So just a little recap here. Your brain is sending you a message. That's helpful. We want to listen to it. Don't worry. There's nothing wrong with you. We're just going to listen to it. Doesn't matter what other people expect. Your brain's in charge. So what we need to do is listen to it. So, so here's what I recommend in those moments where you just like, you just had a spooky fall or some big confidence buster. 
the first thing to do, and this is basically a format for a bounce back routine. So if you're taking notes or anything, this will be your bounce back routine. There's four steps to it. This is how you get your brain to start moving forward again. Okay. It doesn't even have to be that big of a, you know, a, a, a fall, a scary fall. It could be like any mistake that you make, you can apply this tool to. So the first thing you do, you had something happen and you feel bad. Feel your feelings. I know not all of us have the luxury of crying in practice, but to some extent, you have to acknowledge that they're there. Because when you're trying to be like, I'm not afraid, I'm not going to cry, I'm not going to feel my feelings, then what happens? Like it all comes flying out anyway in a really inopportune time. So I learned this from Tiger Woods, this first piece of this, that he used to get really angry when he would miss a hole and he'd miss a shot. He's a golfer. For those of you who don't know who that is, makes me feel old if you don't know who that is. But so he would get really frustrated to the point where he would throw clubs when he was younger. He was like, he'd get so mad. So he came up with this method of he would take his club after a bad shot. And he would stomp to his golf bag and he'd be like, oh, I'm so mad. And he'd stomp 10 stomps, like boom, 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 boom. And then he would let go of his club and he would let go of that hole and he would have a fresh start. So there were two things going on here. He felt his feelings for a predetermined amount of time. So you might give yourself three breaths to be very angry, you know, or if you're on bars, you might give yourself, you know, 10 seconds at the chalk bowl or whatever, some predetermined amount of time, like you, the walk to your water bottle, and then you let them go. So you experience, you go, I am so disappointed. I'm so sad. I'm feeling really scared right now. And you let you have that. And then you take your water bottle, for example, and you wash it down and you just let it wash it away. Okay. So then there you are with a clean slate and you're starting fresh. And so that's number three of that. So it's a four-step process for your bounce back routine. Feel your feelings, let them go, start fresh. So that's that like that moment of exhale when you're like, okay, here I am. And then number four, get a win. You got to do something that you can be successful at. So my friend, the gymnast who said, I don't know what to do. The thing to do in those moments is anything you can do that will be successful. Because in those moments, you're feeling like, I am a failure. I'm a loser. I'm too scared. I'm broken. Like all of that negative self-talk is just flying. And you're like, ah, I'm so scared. Then you drink a water back in the moment. And you're like, what can I do? What can I do right now that I can do successfully? And I'm telling you, like, if it is, I'm going to get up on the bar and swing three times and tell myself when the flip would happen. Like if that's all you've got, then that's what you've got. And you get up there and you do it successfully. And then you talk to your coach about it. I mean, even before that, you talk to your coach about it. That's really important. But as far as like anytime that you just need to, you're getting back, you're getting back from a low moment. What can you do to get a win? Now this, we have a whole challenge on this in Perform Happy that's called the Confidence Jumpstart. And so this one, for any of you members who are already members, get back in and do that one again. It's a six-day challenge with little bite-sized pieces. Get in and do it again because it will remind you how to listen to your brain. It will remind you exactly what your brain is telling you. It will remind you what that sweet spot is for exactly the progression that you need to go to that's not too hard and not too easy. That's going to be, it's going to feel like a win, but it's not going to freeze you up. 
So that's, it's always there for you as a member to be able to go back to that first challenge and get the ball rolling again. Okay. So anyone else who wants some more confidence building tips, especially anyone who deals with mental blocks or these sort of like big dips in confidence from time to time that are not based on your talent or your ability, it's just you get stuck in your head, check out our free training on developing a champion mindset. So that's a 60 minute group training. Basically, yeah, where I want to go through the whole five pillars of a champion mindset. So grab a slot, sit down with athlete and parent together and check it out. So many good nuggets, so many um, different exercises, kind of like what I've done today that will help you to think like a champion so that you can be a champion. So you can go register for that today at completeperformancecoaching.com slash champion. And I will see you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.